Hello there. My name is Joe Renee Feeler, and about 13 years ago, I had an expansion of my sensory awareness system, which actually meets the definition of transcendence and enlightenment, inner wisdom, inner awareness, literally expanding beyond your five human senses. Um, so that's the work that I've been doing and what you'll find uh, for me on the internet over the last 13 years. Let's, I like to start my podcast by taking a couple nice deep breaths, and I do encourage us to do that here. Just take a couple nice deep breaths, please. Life is going on at the feelers here. <laughs> My, uh, you can hear Samson maybe uh, getting a drink of water. Hydration is a good thing, right? Anyway, um, okay, so that was like 13 years ago, around 2009. Uh, 2008 ish. Um, yeah, it was 38 or 39 years old. Okay, because it was a it wasn't like one thing. It was a kind of a little domino of, of events. But let me just read to you an earlier iteration of the way that I identified my sensory awareness system and the way that I utilized my uh, wisdom and gifts. Uh, anyway, it's just interesting. Okay, let me read this to you. So this is on Facebook from November 29th, 2016. It came up as a memory this morning. And the more of these memories that come up, the more I just kind of go, Ooh. anyway, okay, here we go. It says, and this is me, I wrote this, right? We are in a sequence of clarifying the light within. As we slide into December and up to the solstice, this continues peeling off outdated truths, stripping down to the pure, raw, intense light within, naked in the light of God that life is, or at least can be. For those brave enough to look closely at themselves, those who recognize all the distractions and noise that pulls us outside of ourselves, those relentless, rebellious spiritual warriors that have kept the divine light turned on for eons, and yet we want more, more light, more truth, more freedom, more sovereignty, creating heaven within from right where we each are loving you and this tribe so much. XOXO, Jill Renee Feeler. Okay, so as I read it, I'm actually <laughs> not as cringy as, as I thought it would be. But there is a there is a radical um, difference in how I view my role now when oh, you'll see Samson rolling around in the background little cutie. Um, I, I no longer want to f <laughs> he's rolling around like a horse does in the pasture. Um, I, I don't like I feel arrogance in that comment, even though I still like it. The the statement we as we slide into December, there's something about it that now in I think I have more humility now and more awareness that that we there is a I mean, I may have been feeling that and others may have been feeling that it looks like it was a pretty popular share, actually. I mean, I could still be playing my role that way, because we each get to define our own role. But I don't want to pretend I know what sequence of <laughs> what sequence we're in. I now I now believe because I can't prove it. So I'm calling it believe versus no, 
Um, I believe that we are each in many ways in our own sequence and that we have a, a role to play in, in how we identify the, the sequence that we're in, the, the phase that we're in, or, or in any, of, any of those things. So I know that there are still beings that have gifts like mine or similar to mine that, that still do this. And I know that some of you love it. And I know that I don't want to I don't want it to be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that anymore. If you like that, that's fine. But I don't like that anymore. And I, it's so, I'm just being really honest with you that I don't, I don't know what to do with that, with the fact that I look at this now and say, yeah, I still feel that way. I still like this message and I still probably could share it today that it wasn't a sequence from <laughs> November 29, 2016. It's a sequence of our lives that it's not just about sliding into December and up to the solstice. We are, some of us feel like we're embodied to clarify the light within, the light of source within. Some of us are feeling like we're peeling off outdated truths. Some of us feel like we're stripping down to the pure, raw, intense light within. Some of us feel naked in the light of God that life is. Some of us feel that all of us have the opportunity, that all life has that opportunity to know that and let that be more revealed to themselves and outward into this world. But I don't feel it's an obligation. And I, I obviously now, um, five years later, I more fully recognize that it doesn't mean what I thought it meant then. I think five years ago, I still thought that by now, we would, we would as humanity be further ahead. I think that five years ago, I thought that, that any of us that were devoted to this would be doing better than maybe we are, um, in terms of our sense of self, our sense of connection, our sense of place in this world, right? So I think what happened is reality happened. And I still like this post. I still like what it means. I still believe we are creating a heaven within from right where each of us are. And I think the biggest shift for me was recognizing that that doesn't mean what I thought it meant, that I got that wrong, that I got caught up in this era of a great awakening or a great reset. And I didn't have the history with it that some of you have, but this idea of a great reset has, I mean, I just now at this point just keep sitting, seeing new iterations of it. There was going to be a great reset with um, 1999 and the, the Y2K issue. There was going to be a great reset with the Mayan calendar. Um, and that would have been in 2000, December 20th, December 21st, 2012. Um, I was around for that one. <laughs> I was online for that one. And I remember feeling the excitement of it. But I also remember feeling very uh, isolated in my very different expectation about what that meant. I saw others saying, Oh, we're not gonna need time. We're not gonna have linear time after the Mayan calendar shift in 2012. We're not going to have calendars like, Oh, my God, it's all gonna be great. And I, I was using my own connection and not seeing things that way. Um, to the point that I in a very cheeky sort of way, I actually made 
I went to the effort of creating a 2013 calendar. It was a lot of work. I mailed them out. And <laughs> I probably you probably won't see me doing a calendar again, but some of you loved it. And I appreciate that. But in other words, I felt so strongly in 2012 that we would still have linear time, that we would still be using calendars, and that time would still move in a linear fashion, which isn't a, a steady pace fashion, but it is a linear fashion from, from backward to present to forward. Um, that to me is a is a vector. Um, maybe that's not the right word, but that's a that's a nature of space time, which we are in. Um, anyway, so I felt like the those very grand expectations that we wouldn't have time. I disagreed with them so intensely that I wanted to playfully make a 2013 calendar <laughs> just to be like, I, I so believe that we're going to have time after this mind calendar shift or running out or whatever it was, um, that I'm going to sell a calendar. <laughs> so I was right. I got, I get a point for accuracy on that one. Um, and I now realize that there are a lot of other expectations of this world and of humanity and of ourselves and our loved ones that are not interested or maybe unawakened. They're not, they're not interested. They're not, they're not moving their way forward <laughs> into the light that they are. Um, and because I let myself see that, because I let myself see reality, along with what I hope for and would love to see happen, I, I let a further expansion happen where I let myself see my actual loved ones in their current state. And I let myself be open to the, what I know as the truth that source energy, that creator God isn't waggling their finger at them saying, oh, they need to, you know, like they need to wake up. They need to get on their path. I no longer see it that way. And I no longer see them that way. And I have to tell you, my relationships with my loved ones and my friends and family is so, so much better as a result of that. Um, I, you can probably imagine why, right? Nobody... It doesn't feel good to be the recipient when someone is looking at you and perceiving you and thinking things about you or even saying things about you like you're not there yet. But you guys, that's still a part. That's still a huge part of health and wellness, consciousness, transcendence and spiritual communities, conscious communities, mindfulness communities. This idea that everybody has to get on their path. And I no longer believe that. So I will continue to create my work and offer the wisdom that I access transcendentally via my light within the definition of enlightenment. And I now realize that that doesn't mean what some of us want it to mean. It doesn't mean what some of you think it means. And it's, it definitely doesn't mean what a lot of other teachers are telling you it means. So is there a, a sort of a, a soul, <laughs> a heart crushing um, moment when you realize that? I know for me, it was like, for me, I like truth so much, though. I value truth and authenticity and um, yeah, <laughs> and those two things um, so much that for me, when I feel like I've been wrong about something, I have a moment of, oh, oh my god like oh that was that was oh my god that wow that's good to know it's good to know i was wrong it's good to know that humanity is not on the verge of awakening 
it's good to know that that we're not going to begin being paid for being the light and the high vibration or expanded vibration that we are. Um, it's good to know a lot of things that I didn't know before. Uh, so when I when I look at my old posts, sometimes I'm just there is a cringy part of it to me and how I how I thought how I presented it. But I mean, it was really popular. This had I mean, compared to my other stuff, this had like 164 likes. 53 comments, 22 shares. And if I reshare this today, it'll just start making the rounds again in that community that that believes it is a we. I just want you to decide if it's if you're in that we or not. I want my my adult child and my almost adult child to be able to look at that and not feel like an outsider just that they can feel like a respected observer of of my post. We are in a sequence of clarifying the light within. I, I there's a, there's a part of that approach that would make my adult children um cuz Georgia is 16 going on 36. <laughs> I know you know the type. You guys were probably that way too. I think I was. Um I want them to be able to look at this and say, oh, that's interesting. There is a group that feels they're in some sort of sequence of clarifying the light within. Oh, that's interesting. Um, the use of we is is an interesting choice because who is we? And I'm not I'm not in that we unless they want to be in that we. Right? But this idea that there is some sort of ascension process or great awakening or great reset that everybody is a part of and they just don't know it yet. I think that's flawed. I think that's wrong. I think that's arrogant. Do I feel like I'm incarnated to be a part of some uh, great upgrade of humanity? I still do. (laughs) I still do. And you might too. But I think the biggest change is that I no longer have that same assumption of anyone that doesn't agree with that. It's available to anyone that feels they identify with that. But it isn't an obligation of all of humanity. And my the other thing I was trying to get to earlier, sorry, you guys, I, I really should just script it out like most of the people that do these, these, uh, <laughs> these podcasts do. It's so much more clear sometimes when they do that. But that's not my style. What happened for me and what I'm most grateful for is that my detachment from that flawed idea of a great awakening that everybody is a part of and they just don't know it yet is that it, it, it allowed me to be open to another explanation for everything going on in this reality. It gave me a whole different understanding of time and space of humanity, of incarnations, of uh, growth and learning, of soulfulness, of love, of God, of here and now and past and future. My my detachment from the flawed ideology that everybody is awakening and everybody comes here to learn allowed me to have that entire other framework to go well, that makes a lot more sense. So some of you may not know those um, those other explanations for this reality. Please just message me if you have any questions or you can just Google um, or type in a URL. And I'm sorry you do need the www, but www.updatinghumanity.com. 
that was um, a very divinely led course that I created um, not too long ago from when I'm sharing this. This is it's uh, November 29th, 2021 right now. And I shared it. uh, I launched it in May of 2021. And I know from my previous work, my other courses that I've created over the years, that there is a timelessness to them. And I still stand by what I've said before. It's just that I have a deeper appreciation that awakening is not required, that a soul is perpetually ascended. And we have the ability to pretend we are not ascended here. We have the ability in this reality and as source energy to pretend that we need to go through steps to ascend, but pretending doesn't make it true. Okay. Hmm. But this whole rebellious version of spiritual warfare um, and spiritual warrior, I, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to the good versus evil part, even though I'm looking at this post and it says those relentless rebellious spiritual warriors that have kept the divine light turned on for eons. And yet we want more to me. I mean, I can't, I don't know if I felt it in 2016 as a battle of good versus evil, but I know today I feel that it isn't a war. So I, I wouldn't use that term again. I would say rebellious spiritual, um, ambassadors. I know it sounds a little wimpy and some people like to feel the power of battle and war. Um, I'm just not one of them. The other almost universal, (laughs) close to universal experience I see in in my audience, which I look at as we're all alongside each other um, as peers, bringing the bringing, inserting the light into this reality, inserting it from the inside out into our oneness and outside into the world through our beingness. There's a side effect of loneliness and isolation. And my sense is that this whole us versus them, you know, we are the awakened ones and the others are not just adds to that sense of isolation. So my breakthrough that I had at some point after 2016, apparently, has allowed me to have very close, satisfying relationships with individuals that are not on their path, that are not involved in consciousness communities and awakening the light of God within them or within humanity or within this reality. They're just nice people. (laughs) They're, they're people that, that, I mean, they're probably a lot like me in a lot of ways prior to my, um, personal, uh, kind of turning all the lights on in that ultra sensory awareness way. Um, I enjoy having tea with the neighbor. I enjoy my family. I, love and adore my husband. We've been married since 1993. I appreciate them as the soulfulness that they are, whether they are aware of it, living it consciously, you know, or not. I, I am one of those people that looks for the best in others. And sometimes I get disappointed by, by what isn't great in another person where there are those unconscious layers or distortions and things like that. But I am, I think one of the reasons I'm not um, feeling isolated or lonely to the degree that some people are, if I feel so all alone in the world, is because I've allowed myself that upgrade. And I, I do feel it is an upgrade. The upgrade being that I no longer am waiting for or expecting 
anyone that anyone needs to or has to or will awaken or ascend use whatever word you want get a become a better version of themselves i think in so many ways humans we you it is safer and wiser i believe and and i've experienced to expect what they're giving you now that's it that's all you get right could they change might they change of course we're all capable of change in humanity but most humans don't know it and they may never know it right so when i think of close family members and who and what they are and what they're um consciously or unconsciously choosing to be that's that's what i'm counting on is that if they change then then okay right they may change for the worse they may change for the better there's no there's no guarantee of upward progress. There's no guarantee of them all of a sudden going, oh my God, you'll know, I get it. I knew it, you know, now I see what you've been talking about all along, <laughs> you know what I mean? Would that be interesting? Yeah, it could be, but it may not always be good, especially if they fall into those traps of, okay, now I'm gonna quit my job because apparently that's what we all do. Um, now I'm going to you know turn vegan because of course you can't be spiritual and eat meat. <laughs> you know, And just doing all of these various stereotypical things that JP Sears, before he went hard right, it, I just, all of these stereotypical, I didn't go through those paths. I've never been a vegan, right? But in with so many individuals, once they start to uh, dabble in spirituality, consciousness, etc. There's like this well laid path of the steps that you have to go through. That's not true. Those are steps, but they're not required. So just because there are steps laid down that others have taken does not mean they're required. And that I do feel is part of my purpose is and I've chosen that I made my purpose. Okay, I made it that way. I did not go through a lot of the steps that so-called spiritual and awakened and enlightened beings have gone through. I recognize I don't need to, and no one needs to. So if a step is helpful, that's great. That doesn't mean it was required, okay? This recognizing and choosing to acknowledge the light of source energy, the range of consciousness that we all have available to us as humanity, Doing that is a non-linear process. I had amazing immediate results from recognizing the gifts and the abilities that I had. I created for myself another way to be the light I am. I'm not expecting it to be perfect. I'm not expecting me to be perfect. The light is perfect. That doesn't mean I am, right? Oh, you guys, this has been so much better. This version of me, my ability to be humble and authentic and transcendent all at the same time. To me, that is the great opportunity. And that is the epitome of being source within that I feel um, beings like Jesus were trying to show us. And then it got misconstrued into this impossible outcome and that's perpetuated in all, I think, religious teachings. And now again, it's been perpetuated in, in non-religious, uh, you know, the whole story of you know, that so many maybe of us have said, well, I'm not religious, I'm just spiritual. I think I've said that before. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we used to say that. I don't say that anymore <laughs> because I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like the way it's a little bit condescending towards those that are religious. Again, I'm not feeling like they're behind me in an evolutionary way. 
my Catholic, my Christian, my Mormon, my atheist friends. I There is no part of my Jill on any range of me that's going, oh, they're not there yet. And guess what? They can feel it that I'm not thinking that about them because that isn't them. Their source energy is not twiddling their thumbs, just going, mm, I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not whole, I guess I'm not whole and complete yet. I still think I'm Mormon. I still think I'm Catholic. I still believe that there isn't a God. <laughs> you know, there isn't a, a place they have to get to because the, the fullness of what they really are beyond their humanness doesn't need them to do anything. That's a gift that this reality gives us. And I know some of you are super annoyed by that because it contradicts what you want to happen and it contradicts what you believe is happening. Just let's take another nice deep breath right here. I can't explain to you what's in the what's in a 16 hour plus workshop. But let me do it this way. What if it's more true that anyone that's in ooh, Oh, that scared me. <laughs> Hi, Smokey. <laughs> my cat. Oh my god, baby, you kind of freaked me out right there. Because I know you want my back. Okay, I pulled up a chair for him. Hi, hon. Ooh, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> let me let me click back into these wider layers of me here. Oh, that was funny. I got startled. <laughs> kind of laughing at myself at that. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. What if it's more true and more accurate that this reality was designed with endless grace? authentic, unconditional love, and that we can feel that way more readily for all others. Okay. Now, does that mean that I would open my home to absolutely anyone to come in because I know that they are source energy? Does that mean that if my daughters were dating someone or close friends with someone and they wanted to stay over or go on a vacation with us or whatever, that I would just be like, oh, yeah, they're already soulful energy. Of course, it's great. Let's just, you know, let's let them, you know, live with us, <laughs> you know. Um, no, because even though I believe that that's true, that this reality allows for us to forget that what we are as source energy and and act accordingly, acting as if life, their life isn't source energy and isn't is acting as if it isn't right that that notion that reality of oh okay so yes they are the widest range of source energy even possible as their soulfulness in this reality we have the opportunity of ignoring that denying that forgetting that pretending that isn't true so what we have in this reality is source energy behaving and acting in ways that it isn't connected to its source consciousness. So it still has the horsepower, if you will, but it doesn't have the driver. 
It doesn't have the driver of source energy saying, oh yeah, that's gonna hurt someone's feelings. Don't do that, right? Or that could be harmful to someone else, or that's not right. Or, you know, watch out for the person you're about to hit. You're not paying attention. Okay, so this reality is dangerous, right? This reality, bad things happen to people that that don't deserve for that bad thing to happen. Things happen for no purpose and no reason in this reality. And we can make a silver lining out of it. We can learn lessons for it, from it, but that doesn't mean that that's why it happened. Okay? Thoughtless things happen all the time in this reality. I don't want to make a godly story or some fictional account of what that means because I don't think that's true and I don't think it's helpful. Pretending it is true, pretending that everything happens for a reason, pretending that everything is going in a certain direction, pretending that that God feels as its consciousness that it is in charge and an authority of this reality in a conscious directed, I know what's about to happen way to me is not true. Although I wish it was as well. It wasn't how this reality was designed. Okay. So I know some of you have questions. I, I understand that I can tell you that I feel closer to source energy. Um, with this, if other (laughs) wider kind of like, Oh, shit, (laughs) Oh, shit version of I kind of wish this wasn't true. I am closer to my source energy as a result of it. I, I feel less isolated and lonely as a result of it. I'm allowed to have opinions and even judgments about others because of course I would. Of course we, I think should in this reality, if there, because there are drivers that are literally driving drunk, there are drivers that are hitting other people and driving away. I mean, this reality is crazy in so many ways. I don't see that changing anytime soon. So of course I'm going to be, um, lovingly skeptical, lovingly cautious of others because I haven't seen them drive yet. How would, how do they drive their car? How do they operate themselves? Are they honest with themselves? Can they say sorry when they've messed up? Because we all mess up. Can they be, are they loving enough of themselves and are they loving enough of others where they are literally safe to be with physically, emotionally, mentally, all of those things. So does it make my life harder as Jill? Yeah, because I'm constantly regularly out of self love and love for my loved ones, evaluating who is healthy, who is acting in a helpful to self and healthy to others way. If I do find because it's, you know, it isn't about it isn't about looking for perfection is how how harmful are they to themselves and others? Because there can be minimal, right, just slight self deceptions that aren't that are just part of this reality, but not harming anyone. Um, And then there's like, like significant deception or even mental illness, right? Once I observe that kind of behavior, it isn't, oh, I don't love you anymore. I don't care about you. Um, And, you know, God has abandoned you, and I'm going to abandon you. It's having a safe, healthy distance between myself and others so that they can be what they're going to be 
and I can be what I'm going to be, right? Now, some of you may be saying, but Jill, as a healer, you need to help them. Actually, I can, but I do love and respect myself enough that I don't want to get hurt in that process. And I acknowledge that there isn't anything I have to fix in that person. Now, are there things any of us as healers could fix in another person? Of course there are. We all have opportunity for upgrades. Me, you, everybody. Of course, of course, right? But that doesn't mean it's our job to fix them, right? Yeah, just let that settle in for a minute. So because I no longer am feeling like they have to awaken, they have to figure out you know, their, their shadowy layers, they have to resolve their karma, they have to ascend, right? Now I look at them as, oh, you are a source energy expression called whatever their name is, and you're <laughs> acting in this range of consciousness and good to know, right? Will I still love them and acknowledge them as, as eternally wide, soulful, fully ascended, perpetually ascended energy? Yes, a part of me knows that. And a part of me now also knows that they have free reign to be the human they want to be, which may not be in alliance or accordance with the source energy way that the source energy would drive that car. That's a part, it's a nature of this reality. It doesn't need to be fixed. And the outcome of that is that more thoughtless and continuously reckless and harmful things happen, whether it was intended or not. Yeah, I know it's confusing. It's complex. You're right. But the oversimplification um, of the other stories that some of us have been told or been telling they don't they don't make sense and i really think they're i think they're deceptive and i think they're their they're lies yeah but i know i know i know i know i know anyways let me see what else feels right in a free podcast to add on this oh i guess i'll maybe end with this i have client sessions coming up um Just because we want something to be true doesn't mean it is true. Just because we're pretending something is true doesn't mean it is true. Now, for those of you that that don't like that, or you think I'm wrong and you're right, the teachings that you're following are right if they're different than mine and contradictory to mine, that completely is your choice. I share my work because I am a natural teacher I'm a natural healer, and I have learned, especially over these 13 years, the value of offering a perspective that isn't widely known if it is incredibly useful, and you know it gives benefits that the other structures are not offering. Okay? So for any of you that are feeling uh, lonely or isolated, it is entirely possible that one of the reasons, one of the main reasons even, it's possible. I can't prove it, right? Let's be honest with ourselves, intellectually honest. It's very possible that one of the reasons you feel so lonely and isolated, if you do, is because of your belief system. There, are, there could be other reasons, right? And I love to help people with that, right? To feel more comfortable in their own humanity 
so that they can allow themselves to interact with other humans, right? Um, I, I'm not nature girl. I don't live in the wild with just animals, most of which would, I would be prey, most of which, some of which I would be prey to. Um, yeah, I'm, I chose a human bodysuit to experience myself in, in this incarnation. So did you. There are so many ways that you can do that. And the ability to disagree with yourself, the ability to try on new thoughts and beliefs might be a breakthrough experience for you where you start to feel not more at home in hum the human race, because some of us are really disenchanted by the human species. Um, some of us are in love with it. I think I'm one of those people. I just, I, and again, maybe it is that it, because saying I love humanity doesn't mean I love everything that humanity is or everything that humanity does. I love what humanity offers us as source energy as an amazingly unscripted vehicle that is capable of so much creation, capable of so much good. I love that we are that the opportunities are for positivity and for 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 being source love in form, for being source wisdom in form, for being source grace and compassion and understanding. I love that part. That doesn't mean that I love and respect all the other ways that humans can be humans. Okay, so some of you have heard me complain about this idea. And I, I know Ram Das as a brother, I didn't study his teachings in this reality, but I know that he's the culprit of the statement that we are all walking each other home. And he perpetuated this idea that we are all one. And I'm just like, ah, oh, because I, I think it was a great idea at the time. But I think the negative effect is of that it, in some ways, it was interpreted as I have to get all of these people to grow and evolve and become more conscious with me. And that is not true. So the idea of we are all one, meaning we are all like children of God, we are all one in the light of God, that's fine. But the, uh, the, the actual application of it in this reality, I think has been problematic. So I do not say we are all one, I say, we are all ones. And the only one you get to be the only one you have authority over and able to control is you. Okay, I get to be me, and you get to be you. So I find that the Phil Good and the Lori Ladd and the Magenta Pixies and a whole bunch of other a whole bunch of the other teachers have this idea that that we are responsible for everyone else and their consciousness. And we need to make them change, we will be a force of change in their lives. And I no longer believe that. And that doesn't mean I don't want positive change for others. Of course I do. It means I am humbly acknowledging how little authority and control I have over anyone other than myself. I feel that again, back to Jesus, I feel that that's another thing that Jesus was saying. He was unable to prevent his own murder. That's pretty humbling. <sighs> okay, to 
despite all the amazing things he did. Oh my God, it just, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and isn't it convenient that the Christian story, um, and I consider myself a Christian, not, not in the, not in the, to me, Jesus is like a brother. The, the way that it was told in the story of Christ, even in Christianity and in the, the texts, um, the fact that they, they made it where he, he wanted to die. And even, I mean, to me, this is just beyond offensive. The fact that the Christian storyline is that he had to die for us. They probably meant well. They probably meant well. But it denied all of us. The way that they told the story of Jesus denied, ended up making it feel impossible to be as close to God as Jesus was. And that is heartbreaking to me because I feel so much closer to God and so much closer to Jesus than I ever did as a devoted adult Christian. I know where my heart is and I know why I'm sharing this. I, as a natural teacher, I can't not share what I know works better. It's out of love for you and your soulfulness, appreciation and respect for this reality and the effed up nature of it sometimes. Um, we can do better and I know a way to do to do better, to be better that partly is detaching from some of those other more limiting beliefs that everybody is doing one thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just go back and uh, close with the, the reading of this Facebook post from five years ago. Actually, I'll just say it how I would say it. You may be feeling like you are in the process, a lifetime of clarifying the light within for those who feel this way, you may be feeling like you are sliding into December and up to the solstice. And this continues. You may be feeling like you are peeling off outdated truths. You may be feeling like you are stripping down to the pure, raw, intense light within and the nakedness of the light of God that is what all life is. I could have done that part better. I, I acknowledge. Or at least the naked light of God that all life can be. And it is. It just may not choose to feel that, may not know it can feel that way here. For those brave enough to look closely at themselves, those who recognize all the distractions, and noise that pulls us outside of ourselves. Those relentless, rebellious spiritual warriors that have kept the divine light turned on for eons. With a war that is not an outside force, but rather a challenge of will, all on the inside. And yet we want more of the light we are. More light, more truth, more freedom, more sovereignty, more authority of the light we are and the light that all life is and that we want more of that. 
and that we do that from the inside out with very cautious expectations about what that will mean in any outer sense in this world. Creating heaven within from right where we each are. Loving you and this tribe so much. Always alongside you, never above you, never in front of you in some sort of I'm closer to God sort of way. That's not true. Joe. Hmm. Hmm. We probably, me, I probably meandered more than I needed to, and I apologize for that. Anyway, I hope this was helpful. Um, sending love and blessings and huge hugs to anyone who needs it. And please reach out to me. Um, and for any of you that are really mad and annoyed about this message, I think that's good. Let yourself get mad. Let yourself get annoyed. There have been a lot of breakthroughs into truth that at first pissed me off. Um, sometimes it is what I was demonstrating earlier of the, oh my God, oh my God, well, that's good to know. And sometimes it's, that can't be right. Damn it. I, that can't be right. That means I've been wrong. That means this, that means that. That means, you know, so-and-so loved one won't awaken. That means so-and-so, you know, will never get better. That means I can still get cancer and so can someone else. Oh my God, like that can't be true. I refuse to believe it. Sometimes breakthroughs start with that kind of hitting that wall. And it's not a wall, it's a veil. And remember, the veils are never outside of us. The only veils we really have are the ones inside of us, between the source energy we are and our human layers of consciousness. Okay? And it's not so horrible to be wrong, especially not here. Oh my God, it, there's so much grace with that. If you can let yourself receive the grace that's available. Okay? I've been wrong so many times in my life. Um, and it always feels good to go, okay, well, I'd, I'd rather get it right now than keep pretending something that's wrong. Okay. I wanted to let you guys know of some upcoming events that I forgot to mention at the end of this podcast. On December 21st, uh, 2021, we will be hosting a December solstice message for our premium subscribers that is available on our website. Just go to jillreneefeeler.com forward slash monthly hyphen members hyphen only forward slash. Or you can experience all the premium subscriber recordings on Fire TV and also a Roku channel. So I just search for my name, Jill Renee Feeler, and you'll be able to enjoy all of the amazing premium content that we've created for more than two years now. Um, what else? We have a galactic visitor series that I'm creating, and that will be available soon. So you'll want to subscribe to my newsletter. And for that, just go to jillreneefeeler.com forward slash newsletter. Oh, some of you may not know, because the YouTube subscribers, some of you only experience the YouTube content or the podcast audience only only experiences the podcast content, I am offering a free 15-minute next steps planning call. And that is a wonderful opportunity for you and I to chat. And I can give some ideas of what I think would help most in your desire to be more authentic, 
um, feel more deep and less surfacy in your life, and also to feel more connected to uh, source creator if that is your goal. And I'm sorry you need the www, but you do. So www.advancedspiritualconnection.com. Um, it isn't only for spiritual connection, but uh, such a huge portion of my audience that is what they're looking for. But if you're also just looking for real answers and like, how does this reality actually work? Because I don't feel like I have that figured out yet. That is one of my specialties. <laughs> so just go to www.advancedspiritualconnection.com, sign up for that free call, and let's get the conversation started. And I will learn your goals and uh, make some uh, really helpful recommendations on what I think would work best. Okay, I've had a lot of experience helping people reach very esoteric and also very um, self-help personal development and growth type goals. So I'd love to help you as well. Okay. The other announcement I have is that I have spots remaining for the trip to Egypt. This will be my third trip back. And the dates are March 30th through April 13th. The website where you can find out the full itinerary and really consider that opportunity for yourself. It is definitely the trip of a lifetime. It's jillreneefeeler.com forward slash Egypt 2022. Now keep in mind for those of you that are in North America, the dates, well, especially those that are in maybe the Midwest or on the West Coast of the USA, you probably will need to leave um, and have your flights being booked out on March 28th and then coming back April 13th. So I just want to be honest about that because I know there's a lot of people that they cannot be gone for uh, two weeks plus two days, so 16 days. Um, anyway, so just FYI, okay? But email me if you have any questions at jill at jillreneefeeler.com. I would love to have you consider this trip if Egypt had always been on your list or if you haven't been there in a while or if you haven't been there with me. All right. Hmm. Mwah. Love you guys. Bye-bye for now.